welcome to Ringside Chaos, the professional wrestling discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. The only professional wrestling podcast in the world where pro wrestling is discussed passionately, with confidence, with great knowledge, and most of all, in the most sophisticated way. So brace yourselves, ladies and gentlemen, because chaos is about to be unleashed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Ringside Chaos, the professional wrestling discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast and Paint Train Pipe on Productions. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Alex Alcazaz, and tonight's guest is a special and very close friend of mine. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the owner and promoter of Pele Pro Wrestling. I give to you Kyle freaking Hessler. Kyle, welcome to the show, buddy. What's up, Alex? How you doing, brother? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm just so glad I can finally have you on the show. And quite frankly, it's just good that it's finally good, you know, just to talk wrestling with a, have a, a promoter on the show. I mean, this is huge for me, man. Yeah, anytime, dude. I love to, I love talking with wrestling with you. Oh, absolutely. So, Kyle, how long have we known each other now? I think a little over a year. Yeah, I remember. Let's see. I'm trying to remember if it was our July show or our September show. Was it the one that had Archer? Was it the one with Josh Alexander that you first came by? It was Pele Pro uh, pushing limits. It was the night that Cam Colby. Oh, so we're, we're, yeah, we're a little yeah. So uh, one before that. So that was uh, Jeff Cobb. Sam Adonis is the main event, right? Yeah, I think before that it was a Sam Adonis and, and it's the Psycho Clown. Yeah, yeah, that was the last uh, brewery show. So if, if you've been coming to that, then you've basically been here since day one. You only missed one show then. Yeah, and honestly, you know, I really was excited for you to bless me with the opportunity to help out the wrestling business because I see it as not only as doing as helping build a promotion, but this is kind of doing something that I've wanted to do, and that's make a difference in the, the world of pro wrestling. Because pro wrestling has been important to me, you know, since I was a little kid. Oh, yeah, man. That's and that's like that's what everything Pele Pro is about is we really want to give back to wrestling as a whole. I was like saying um, just as a individual, but as our brand too. if Pele Pro, if Kyle Hessler can make wrestling, uh, if I can make wrestling a little bit better than how I found it, that'd be that'd be a win. So I hear I hear you, man. Similar goals. Absolutely. You know, and honestly, I'll never forget when I was in Tampa covering an independent wrestling show. And then I, and then all of a sudden I uh, I got a message from you on Twitter and I'm like, OK, this is pretty cool. And I'm just like, you know what? There's nothing to think about. It's the opportunity. You take it. And, you know, this was in DFW. So I was like, OK, this is this is really cool. And, you know, that was actually when I was in Tampa, that was actually my first time being officially introduced to independent wrestling. And I've been hooked on it ever since. It's definitely from breed, man. I, 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 to be honest with you, I, I was, uh, I was hanging out uh, with a couple guys a couple weekends ago that uh, are in AW, and um, we were just talking. I was just asking how things are going, and I just they, they one of them asked me like, you know, um, you get a chance to see this match or whatever, and I said, you know, no disrespect, I'll watch it if you ask me to, but I, I don't, I can't watch Dynamite. I just Dynamite. I, I probably haven't watched. I don't even think I've ever watched a full episode of Rampage. That's how um, how little of the mainstream stuff I get to watch. Now I'll try to watch stuff when I can, just keep my eye on the product. But um, yeah, it's it's indie wrestling is just it, it's it's just a different ball game, and it just kind of changes your whole outlook on how wrestling works and functions. And 
Um, some people think it's a little bit more genuine. Uh, I, I tend to think it's just a different brand. It's not really uh, one's better or not. But yeah, indie wrestling, man, it's it's just different. Once you get once you get it, if if you commit yourself to indie wrestling, um, it, it'll change your outlook on wrestling for sure. Oh, absolutely. I mean, see, I think having a love for independent wrestling really introduced me to the wrestling fan that I've always wanted to be like. I don't want AEW to be better than WWE. I don't want any promotion being better than the other, especially in the indies. I just want to be the wrestling fan that's blessed and very grateful to always have pro wrestling to look forward to. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I feel the same way. Is like, um, even on our level, um, even if there was a promoter that was running you know, consistently against us or something like that. Um, I really wouldn't want anyone to go out of business because you want more opportunities, um, you know, and, and it's catch-22, obviously, to some degree, because you do want, um, I do think wrestling is best when it's not, not oversaturated. But for the most part, like, I don't want anyone to go out of business by any means because um, wrestling's better with different flavors. And so, um, yeah, I, I don't, I, I would never want WWE to go away. I would never want AEW to go away or MLW or any of these guys. So, yeah, I feel you on that one for sure. Yeah, you know, honestly, like, you know, I always feel like, you know, Pele, Pro and VIP. I mean, it, it just reminds me so much of the NWA. I mean, I kind of feel like Arlington's your territory. Halton City is VIP's territory. It's uh, Keith Roberts' territory. And some of the talent, you know, some of the talents that work at Pele Pro also work at VIP. So it, it's just like the old days or the days of the territories. Yeah, there's definitely some residual. Um, I actually, there's sometimes where I wish the territory thing was a little bit more, you know, prominent. Like Dallas was kind of its own territory, but Dallas being so big, uh, you know, there's, you know, it makes sense that there's lots of different companies and stuff. But yeah, I, I definitely feel you on that. And I definitely think we have a uh, different feel because we use a lot more of some of the Houston guys that are uh, more associated with like Booker T's reality wrestling. So I think it's pretty cool because we kind of have um, like Cam Cole. Cam Cole is obviously one of our top guys and he's, yeah, he shows up in some other Dallas spots from time to time, but really like as far as a Dallas home, Cam Cole's home in Dallas is a uh, Billy pro, but he's clearly a Booker T reality wrestling guy. So um, he's like a good example of where I think we, we have just enough different flavor locally um, to kind of set us apart from your VIPs um, and, you know, uh, Metroplexes and stuff like that. So, which, again, they're all great brands. Like, I'm not, but it just, I think that's how one of the little things Pele Pro has done to separate ourselves. Absolutely. And, you know, ever, well, ever since I went to the first show that you invited me to, you know, and, and I covered it, but uh, you know, it's unfortunate that my article, because I uh, no longer with Wrestling with a Bear, uh, the website, you know, they took it down, which means all my work was gone. But you know what? By then, yeah. a lot of people that I knew know about Pele Pro. I've seen, I've told them, you know, it, go on, subscribe to the YouTube channel, follow them because Pele Pro is just so unique. You know, I've got a lot of friends. They want to go. It's just they, they, their schedule, which I get. But I, but I tell them, you know, it's also live on that network as well. I mean, a lot of my friends who are indie fans, they know all about it. So, so several of my friends, I'm happy to tell you that a lot of them know about Pele Pro. Well, I appreciate, it, man. You know, we're always just trying to grow, and I think. Um, I think the best thing, if I had it my way, I don't want to get a bunch of hype um, that doesn't correlate with what we are. Um, I would rather have, you know, 200, 300 consistent fans that are from word of mouth and really are bought into what we're doing than just becoming the flavor of the month for a little bit of time 
and oh, they brought in such and such, and oh, they're you know they're do, they're doing this angle or whatever, and then people fade away. I want people to buy into what Halo Pro is all about and kind of what we're um, interested, how we're interested in promoting and doing and all that different stuff, and what makes us different. Because I think that that's more of a sustainable business model, uh, both in life in general, but specifically to wrestling. Uh, the last thing I want is just to be an indie company that pops up with its uh, kind of flavor of the month, and then you know people kind of lose interest because uh, you know we're in a mic we're in a microwave generation. Everyone's you know one minute they're oh no they're this you know they bounce around a lot you know uh, one one day one day MySpace is the hottest thing, then it's Facebook, then it's Twitter, <laughs> then it's Instagram. You know what I mean? So I just want to I appreciate every all the people you've told us about because i think they've they've been some more of our consistent fans so um i, I really appreciate that Alex. dude all i all, all i can say is i'm just a man of my word i mean i'm a podcast with five shows i mean i know what it's like to be told by people i'll subscribe i'll tell them about you and then nothing happens like when i make see because i suffer from you know lies i would never want to do the others like i really want to help you build because i appreciate pro wrestling and you have taken care of me you've introduced me to so many wrestlers that I have a bond with, a friendship now. You know, yeah. Chandler Hopkins, and believe it or not, Nastico is actually <laughs> a friend. But, I mean, you basically blessed me. So, I mean, I'm going to do what I promised to do. I mean, at the end of the day, I've got your back, you've got mine. At the end of the day, it's, you know, a business and it's a friendship. And you know what? And and I've, I've got a lot of respect and I like being a man of my word. Well, I appreciate it, man. And, yeah, feeling mutual. So, um, yeah, and, you know, at the end of the day, like I said, pro wrestling is, it's, um, I, I love it for Pele Pro to take off and become the next, uh, you know, ring of honor or something like that. But I, I don't have any delusions of grandeur. I, 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 it'd be hard for me to see how this could be something that big. So, but I, I do see how it can get much bigger and I never want to forget the people that helped us get where we are. And like, you know, we need, Alex, you've been as much help as if anyone helping just kind of promote the show and hyping the show. And, you know, I, I try to tell people that, you know, it's like, they're like, how can I help? It's like, man, just drop a comment. You know, when we put, when we post a match, um, you know, just say something good, bad or the other, because it's the interest level that people want. And, you know, commenting on social media, doesn't cost you anything. No, you know? it doesn't. So, Sharing it out, everything, it does not cost a thing. It does not. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, like, all the names I've seen at Pele Pro, I mean, I will never forget. I, I, I think the, the first biggest name I, I probably saw was probably uh, when Izzy James worked, Josh Alexander, who at the time was the uh, TNA X Division champion. Yep. You know, of course, I'll never forget when, en- when Enzo, you know, appeared. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. Uh, still, my, still my favorite overbooked finish we've ever done. Like, that was... Uh, there's just like 20 things that happened, but it all worked in the end. And it's still one of my people tell me all the time. They're like, yeah, when Enzo popped up, I'm like, cool. Yeah, that's great. Cause that, um, I didn't, that show was like, so, so to me, uh, I think there was just a lot going on that day, but, uh, that, that I love, I love the ending of that show. It's one of my favorite uh, endings. Yeah. Ever, so. I, I, I could not stop saying thank you. To, I couldn't stop <laughs> thanking you that freaking show. I, I couldn't let, I was shaking your hand. I couldn't let go, man. Yeah. I, I did. One thing is I had, I had some people visiting, from michigan that i knew and they had no idea i was like i buried i buried that enzo was going to be there um uh, funny story i didn't know it if you had asked me the day before uh hey what do you think if enzo comes on your show i would tell you what 
he I didn't know until that morning he was going to be on our show. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Well, look at that. Look at that. And, you know, the names, I mean, Charlie Haas actually appeared once. I think he attacked Izzy James. I think it was after that match against Josh Alexander. He attacked James. Yeah. 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 We, we want, we, uh, we wanted to do some stuff with, uh, that, but we just, we, we decided to go a different direction. Um, but yeah, you know, that's, that's a big thing that I think Pele Pro, um, we've always had, I think, I'm trying to think every show. I don't, I don't want to be, I mean, it's different cause we're not TV, but I mean, I think we've had like a little run in or surprise on almost every show. Um, and, and I think it's really led to some cool interactions where people genuinely, one thing that we're kind of unique for is that people go like, yeah, Hey, anyone can show up in Pele pro. Enzo yeah. can show, uh, uh, Fuego, Fuego del Sol was the first one. Fuego popped up. It wasn't, he wasn't advertised on that first show. Um, let's see who else. Let's see. Enzo Ninja Mac. Ninja Mac was one that we didn't have advertising. He showed up. That was cool. Uh, and TJ <laughs> Perkins and TJ was my favorite one. Cause I really, TJ is one of my favorite guys in wrestling. Um, but uh, yeah, so, we, you know, and then, and then Shane Kaler, when he debuted, it was a surprise. So uh, that's one thing that like Pele Pro we've, we've always tried to have is that uh, emphasis on the, um, you know, at any point, anyone can show up, you know? So, and I think mm. people appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, like I said, I don't even know how many times I'm always like, you know, like thanking you for everything. Cause you know, all the names, I mean, I mean, Davey Richards, Mike Bennett, you know, Tim Storm. See, this is something because I plan on having Chandler on, on the show. And I mean, Chandler Hopkins is just, I just can't be so happy for the guy because I I was there when he worked. He's worked, you know, the former Ring of Honor champion, which would be Davey Richards, former NWA champion, Tim Storm, former uh, IWGP and uh, two-time Ring of Honor tag team champion, Mike Bennett. I mean, yeah. Chandler Hopkins. And I've seen the, the database. Dude, this dude's done almost everything. And it's, it's just – and honestly, I'm grateful to him. I'm grateful to you. I'm grateful to God. I mean, I was there. I was there. <laughs> yeah. And he's he's definitely – Chandler's like – first off, he's an easy guy to root for. And, like, I mean, he's just – you know, he, he – Chandler is Chandler. Uh, what you see on – in the ring, on the mic, when he's doing promos, that's who Chandler Hopkins is. I've gotten to hang out with Chandler. He's a great dude. Uh, no, bone, no, no flies on that guy. That guy's a good guy. But uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's definitely one of those guys. Like, um, you start going to list of people he's worked. I mean, just last weekend he was in El Paso working Psycho Clown. Who you know, Psycho Clowns work for me, but uh, but Psycho Clown is like legitimately one of the biggest names in wrestling. He's one of the best guys in wrestling too. He's super underrated. But um, I mean, this is Chandler's gotten to work him. You know, you said David Richards is still one of my favorite matches we've done. Um, Tim Storm, that was really good. And that was, you know, last minute sort of thing, too. Uh, his mic match with Mike Bennett the first time was amazing. I cannot wait for next Saturday to see what Boy. they do for the rematch. Um, or definitely Taylor Pro Championship. Yeah, bust this guy <laughs> out now. Uh, but yeah, this the Chandler has the real one. This is the backup one. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it's Chandler's an easy guy to root for, man. Yeah, you know, he's... He's just super likable, but obviously in between the ring, uh, in between the ropes, he's one of the best. And I, I, you know, 
I hope it one day, I hope some people catch on to the secret uh, that Arlington, Texas knows that Chandler Hopkins is one of the best in the world. Oh, absolutely. I mean, another list. I mean, I looked up and he even he once even worked uh, Buddy Matthews. I think I think it was actually last year. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Buddy Matthews. Yeah, he's he's worked. I mean, he's worked. You start going through his database, like you said. I mean, it's just, it's just name after name after name after name after name after name. It's just you know, it's just these people. Nobody's catching on that Chandler Hopkins is one of the best in the world. Um, you know, and hopefully AEW catches on at some point or, you know, some somehow impact or one of these people catches on because that guy's got, I mean, he's money written on all over him. Totally. I mean, the dude's a draw. At the end of the day, everything we can say about him, the bottom line is he's a draw. Yep. 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 So, yep. yeah. So, if it, you know, and going to everything, I mean, you know, when, you know, uh, formerly R- Ricardo Rodriguez, you know, w- was there as well. That was the day Enzo was there. I mean, you know, I, I, there's been so many surprises with Pele Pro. I mean, it's hard to remember them all because it's just, you know, at the end of the day, I was there and I was grateful for it. And I still am grateful for it. Yeah. No, it's been great, man. I mean, like in our short history, I just think we've had a lot of fun, different names pass through. I mean, next weekend we get to add Alex Hammerstone to that list. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think the thing that's cool that we're doing that's a little bit different is like um, we're just bringing in different people. Um, that I, I I think have they're not underrated or overrated or anything like that. They're just different. Like um, like for example, I I say him as a reference point. I'm not saying a bad word of him about him. But like somebody like Dan Housen. Like I I would like to bring Dan Housen in at some point. I but but the thing is, it's like he kind of he's he's like I think there's a lot of people like him where he's kind of just done you know. He's done the indie circuits a lot. I bet, let, let me give you a better example. It's somebody like um, um, kid that kid bandit. Seems like he can work real good. I've seen him once or twice live. I think he's really good. Um, and I just I think that that's like okay, cool. He's gotten to work in Dallas Fort Worth a couple times. Let's try somebody else. Let's let's go a different path. So like uh, oh, for us like a really good example is like uh. Richard Holiday or um, Alex Kane, they've never worked Dallas outside of MLW. And so, um, you know, Holiday is definitely one of my favorite guys to work with. Um, easy, easy guy. Uh, I really appreciate him. Um, but well, nobody was brings him in. Suffered a concussion. What did you say? Never so, forget, Richard Holiday actually was originally scheduled to uh, work Chandler Hopkins for the Pele Pro title until he got concussed. But then I guess. Uh, uh, so yes, uh, but then I guess uh, the next show, I guess something came up and he, he he could not he could not make it or or what happened? Yeah, we haven't we just haven't got a chance to reschedule that. But Holiday will be a guy that we bring back for sure. Okay. So all right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so so really, I mean, I'm glad we, like that. I mean, you know, now you mentioned you know, Alex Hammerstone, you know, the current MLB uh, MLW uh, said MLB the current MLW uh, world champion, and you know, and that brings us you know to uh, Pele Pro. The next match, you know, Pele Pro Justified, which will take place at the Grace Preparatory Academy in Arlington, Texas, on November fifth. I'm excited, man. You know, I've you know I've already it's, it's done my a lot of wrestling fans about it. Like you got to be there, especially this dude who's been on this show before. He knows a couple of guys that, that work there. He actually knows Nigel Rabbit, and I told him, well, Nigel Rabbit, uh, you know, appears at Pele Pro, so you should definitely be there. So yeah, 
gonna Nigel's gonna be big going. Oops, sorry about that. Um, Nigel Nigel Nigel's very much involved in Pele Pro. Um, he's he's got. He's, he's got some good storyline stuff going on. So, uh, you know, he's going to be a big part of it. So, yeah. Storyline, yeah. I'll never, never forget. NASCO, well, I think NASCO was in the ring. You came out, and then you, you told him that, you know, since he's the since he's the Pele Pro general manager, he's got it like, like that. And, and now basically the storyline is Nigel Rabbit is managing NASCO's clients. That's that's correct. Yep, yep. He, the GM cannot be doing both things. So we mm-hmm. had to figure out some – uh, NASCAR had to figure out a path around that to make sure his guys are getting taken care of. And so the best manager hired, in his opinion, the best, uh, second best guy, I, I guess you could say. So that'll be fun. Uh, I think people will really like, uh, uh, I think people will really like where that story is going. It's going to be a lot of fun. I, I personally, I, I do. I do. And, you know, and Nigel, you know, Nigel's another guy, but, you know, you know, becoming more and more close to and like that. I mean, Nigel is a great guy. So it, it's really, getting more and more bonding in the wrestling business. It's just, you know, it's a blessing. So. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's, it's uh, Nigel's Nigel and Brittany. Um, great couple love having them part of Pele pro. Uh, both of them have helped out behind the scenes. Uh, I've known Nigel pretty much since I got into the business. And so he's always given me his two cents and been extremely helpful with a whole lot of stuff. So really appreciate him and, and everything he does. Um, so yeah, so love love that Nigel Rabbit. So, <laughs> I mean, and speaking of Nastico, I'll never forget. I think it was uh, I don't know who he when he when he was put through the table. I I forgot who it was, right. but I'll never. Jake something. Jake something put him through the table. I yeah. love that moment. Uh, he put Nastico through the table. I mean, you know, Nastico really like he he really goes to great lengths to really make the best of what he does. I mean. You know, he's saying I'm the best manager in wrestling, and you know, like the way how he kind of acts in the ring, like he distracts and then kind of does that. I mean, Nastico really just goes to great lengths, and you know, he's just he's one of those dudes you love to hate. Yeah, he's. He, I think he is genuinely one of the best guys in wrestling. Um, can't say enough good things about him, but uh, yeah, I mean, he's definitely, um, you know, he's definitely. Uh, you know, he's definitely uh, an interesting cat, to say the least. But I think if, if you appreciate pro wrestling, it's hard not to like uh, Nastico just because he brings so much to the table in terms of ability and how how he gets reactions out of people. So that's why we really liked having him as the GM, because I think it just it, it makes a different um, it, it uses his character differently. So it's a lot of fun that he's kind of being used in a different setup in Bailey Pro than you would see at some of the other places locally. He would, yeah, yeah, because like you said, he's the general manager. He can't do the. He can't do both. Yep. <laughs> yep. So you'll you'll really like where we're going with that. You'll really like the 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 direction that we're gonna go. I uh, already I already love it and and you know honestly I I keep telling my friends like you you gotta try Pele Pro I'm like I'm not just saying I'm like I'm not yeah. just saying because you're my friend like I'm telling you like no you got if you love wrestling you got to check it out you have to check out Pele Pro and a lot of my friends friends are like all right Alex all right I'm like dude you gotta promise me that you're gonna do this like <laughs> I, I just wish my my thing is you know like the WWE is gonna be here next Monday and then AEW is coming in December and it's like look. I'm not saying don't go, um, I, but what I'm saying is 
I do wish sometimes people would say, you know, I, I, I can put 20 bucks to my local indie, whether it's Pele Pro or something else. Toss 20 bucks towards your local indie wrestling. Go to a show because a lot of times you're going to catch these. Like, I mean, think about, think about it this way. If, you know, somebody, somebody on Pele Pro show ever gets signed, you're going to be able to see, oh, I remember when he was, oh, I remember how good he was on the regional scene before uh, before he got signed, right? And mm-hmm. you and and you help these guys' career. Like, that's the other thing is, like, people don't understand. If you help indie wrestling, you're only going to help the next generation of wrestling be good. So, I mean, it's just one of those things where I just, sometimes it's, I, I do wish that people would say, like, uh, like uh, last year, you know, we did a show in March, and it did, did good, and then we did a show in May, and it did good, too. But the right sandwich between that was WrestleMania weekend here in Dallas. And I'm sure that we didn't get as much business as we could have because some people were probably capped out from that weekend. Now, granted, that's WrestleMania, so it's a little bit different. But I'm I'm just saying, if you like wrestling, try indie wrestling. Give it a shot because it, it is different. So, yeah, I mean, speaking speak of WrestleMania weekend, you know, I, I ran into you at the MLW show, uh, ML, MLW Intimidation Games and you notice I had a flyer with your upcoming show, uh, you know, yes. in my head. I was yes. ready. I was ready to tell all these fans, dude, check this out. I mean, check you go to Pele Pro. I appreciate, it, man. No, I'm sure I know we got some business from that, so I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, it's just the thing is, like, at the end of the day, sometimes even even with like that is like, I wish people would go try it. Like, I'm a big mark for MLW. Like, I love MLW. I've gotten to go do uh, a bunch of MLW shows just here in Dallas, but even. Uh, I've gotten the privilege. I got to go to their bat, battle riot show in New York. That was a lot of fun. And then, um, try to think, try to think what other MLW shows. I know I went to one in like Philly or something, but like I'm a mark for MLW. I wish more people would try them. Like when they come to town, like go see MLW show. It's really good. Um, not all, not at perfect, but it's really good. <laughs> so. Well, I'm- Major League Wrestling is still building. I, I think then they uh, they reemerged, I believe, in 2018 after they were on hiatus for for like 16 years. Yeah, Court Bauer bought the the rights to them, and then he secured some deals through his connections and stuff like that. So I love MLW. I think like they've got a great brand. I love what they do. Um, I do think they get some things wrong, but I think that most of the stuff they get wrong is probably circumstances. Like I don't know if they could really fix some of their problems always. Uh, but they're a great brand, man. Like, I, I really think, like, uh, their show Fusion is really well done, and I think they um, they do a good job. I, I I actually, to be honest with you, I probably watch more MLW than anything because I think that their brand is is it does a lot of things that I would like to do. So, um, big mark for them. Big mark. Speaking of that, I'll never forget, I, I spoke to a, to a lifelong wrestling fan who was there during the days of, you know, world-class championship wrestling owned by Fritz Von Erich, and that yeah, yeah. story – up, you know, when uh, Julius uh, Smokes and his dudes, uh, 5150, did that thing where they stole, uh, you know, the legendary Von Eric title, dumped it in the river and did all that. He was actually pretty legitimately like it, you could tell it, it negative. It kind of emotionally got him. But, you know, I said, well, those guys are heels. I mean, I mean, he, he said, yeah, yeah, they're heels. They're, that's what they do. But he's, he, he just looks like, I just hope that really wasn't that title. I'm like, it was not really the title. Why would they really just throw it in the river? <laughs> but, you know, it's like. like you know, Julius Smokes, I, I had a reaction with him, like, you know, going to the ring. Kind of, it's yeah. like he got a reaction, so, you know, he worked. He got him worked. 
Yeah, I mean, Julius Smokes, you know, looked at him, you know, I'm kind of doing the booing, and he's kind of looking at me, you want it? And I was like, I thought he was going to come over to me, and I, I thought it was going to like that, but it didn't happen. But it was so cool that night, and, you know, I went around, you know, helped, you know, give up the flyers and everything. So, you know, I was I was blessed to be there, and, you know, be there for you as well. Well, I appreciate it, man. Well, hey, are you, uh, I'm going to have to get off in a little bit. Are you, uh, you ready for next weekend? Absolutely. Do you want to go over the card quickly? Yeah, let's do that. Um, so, of course, we <laughs> talked about it earlier. The, um, you know, actually, I'll just kind of say this now so people know. Uh, don't be late because the opening match is going to be Mike Bennett versus Chandler Hopkins, too, for the championship. So um, don't want to miss that one. So be there right at 7 p.m. We're going to start with that. Um, time, guys. Grace Preparatory Academy, and, and tickets are still available. Yep, at PelePro.com. So that'll be a good one. Um, the link will be in the description on YouTube, just so everyone knows. It also will be on the on, on everywhere. Well, I appreciate that. So um, let's see. I'm trying to pull up all the matches just so I. Have I've got them right. You need them. Oh, okay. Well, then why don't you just remind me of them? <laughs> Shane Taylor versus Travis Tyne with Nigel Rabin. Speaking of Travis, in case you're wondering, remember the Baby Shark chant that went on during his match with Mike Bennett? I started it. I'm gonna confess yeah. to the world. I started that. I started the baby short chance. There you go. You did it for the first show, right? Or when did you did you do that for uh it was that match, right? Yeah, I mean I remember and we'll get to the, this other guy, Dale Springs. You remember the bogey chant? And then he starts reacting saying no bogey. I started that too. <laughs> Good stuff, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, I, uh yeah, a big I'm a big fan of Travis Titan. I'm glad he's starting to catch on. Um that match with Mike Bennett kind of put him on the map for me. Really like Travis. He's a good dude. He's a great kid. Um, I see big. I see big things for him, especially since this is his second home. You know, like you know, he he's from Illinois, and so we're we're his south. You know, we're his southern home, and so uh, uh, really like Travis. I think he's got a tough matchup, but I think it'll be good for him. You know, he's he's this year alone. He's got to go against Davy Richards, Mike Bennett, and Shane Taylor. You know, even if you go 0 for 3 up with those guys, you're going to be a seasoned veteran by the end of it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's got the experience. And, uh, you know, he's a former baseball player, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's really talented. Yeah. Really talented. And, you know, going against Shane Taylor, I mean, <laughs> Shane, Shane Taylor, I mean, that'll certainly be good. And no doubt, yeah. you know, Nigel Rabbit's got something going on, but we, which we don't know about. But that, now that we get to Hammerstone and Big Fitz. Yes, yes, sir. So uh, Alex Hammerstone, uh, MLW heavyweight champion. Uh, Nastico made this matchup because uh, Jim Fitz apparently wants only big boy matchups. So that's what we're going to do. I think it's going to be a great matchup. Uh, the funny thing is this match has been scheduled uh, a couple times in other promotions, and it's finally happened in here. So we're real excited about it. Um, excited to have the MLW heavyweight champion uh, coming to Pele Pro. Absolutely. I'm definitely looking forward to that. You know, the fans do. Now we get to Izzy James and Cam Cole and Izzy James, that Texas bull rope match with Khan. I mean, you know, I said to I said to the fans, you know, before the match, like the American dream is looking down and he's probably saying those boys are go through some hot times. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, that was I still I mean, I think there's some other, you know, I think there's some other matches that might be um, in between the ropes were themselves match of the year kind of quality like i thought travis titan and mike bennett was a sleeper classic izzy, izzy james and dale springs was really good um <laughs> but no match i think in pele pro's history 
with maybe the exception of Cam, Cam Cole and Chandler Hopkins uh, had as much weight to it. And I think Izzy James versus Khan, Texas Bull Rope was a match of the year without a doubt to me. So coming off that, let's see what Izzy James has up his sleeves against uh, Cam Cole. You know, they've, um, they've wrestled a couple times in like row. So, uh, you know, there's some familiarity there, but I think it's going to be a great match. I'm really excited for that because Cam Cole, like, He's only got the one loss, man. Only yep. got the one loss. Yep, that's when he lost the title, and then he well, well, yeah, he lost that, that night. Yeah, it's one loss, but he lost more than the title. He lost his hair that day. <laughs> yep, but like, but go through the record, man. It's like, yeah. uh, he beat he beat Sam Sam Adonis and Jeff Cobb. He beat Fuego del Sol. He beat uh, 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 oh gosh, I'm blanking his name. He beat another luchador. Then he beat. Davy Richards and Chandler, and he defended the title in Chicago. He defended it against in Vegas against Jordan Oliver, and then he defended it in Pittsburgh too. So I mean, he's I mean, Cam Cole is no joke. So that'll be a fun match, man. I'm I'm always going to be proud of what Cam Cole has done for Bailey Pro, even though it's always done for himself, not for us. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, even though like yeah, he 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 is uh, you know he's putting up the good matches, and you know, it's the same thing with Izzy. You know, I've, you know, I've bonded with Izzy as well. You know, he and I, you know, fellow, you know, mental health advocates. So you, that connection really goes in. You know, I've been open yeah. to him with my struggles as him. And, you know, he, he really, like, when I told him, you know, like, you know, about being open, you know, it, it has helped me because it, it can help me help others who struggle. But, but, yeah. but Izzy James, I mean, I've watched him at VIP. I mean, dude, is Izzy James is absolutely unbelievable. Uh- Another guy, just incredibly underrated. Him and Chandler, probably. I probably need to do him and Chandler as like the underweight, underrated guys of Texas. Just great guys. So that'll be a fun one. Definitely, we should definitely make it happen. So now we get to Stallion Rogers and Noah Hossman. And I believe Noah's making his Pele Pro debut. Noah Hossman's making his Pele Pro debut. Uh, yeah, uh, Stallion Rogers, for, formerly uh, Kurt Stallion. Um, you know, he's been in Pele Pro once before. He had a, he actually had a one, you know, one of my favorite matches, him versus Alex Zane versus TJP. Uh, Revenge of 205 is what we called it, which I just will always love that. Uh, great match. Kurt Stallion, dude, that guy chops. So, like, this is going to be a hard hitting matchup. Like, this is the one where you're going to go, ooh, you know, a lot of woo chants and stuff like that. But yeah. That'll be a good one, man. Excited to have Kurt back in Pele Pro and excited to see what this, uh, excited to see what Hosman can do. Absolutely. I mean, you know, and, and we'll go back to the 205 Live. Uh, it was definitely exciting. But now we get to Mysterious Q and Dale Springs. And you know, Dale Springs, you know, when we made his debut against Izzy James, you know, not the bogey chant again, that was me. And I, I'm so happy he reacted by saying, you know, screaming no bogey. Dale Springs, I mean, this dude's underrated. Works so well. You know, the exactly. gimmick, the, the golf father and everything. Absolutely yeah. amazing. He's really good, man. I'm excited for what he. Um, I think we're going to see a lot of him in Pele Pro next year. Um, so he'll he'll. This will be his second match with us. Really excited for what he can do. Um, yeah. Just to ask him, was his golf uh, golfer gimmick was that inspired by Chavo Guerrero's current white run back in 2005? I don't think so, but I'm going to ask him that when I see him because that. Or actually, you can ask him. What do I care? Get them. Get him on the podcast. Obviously, he loves golf. Obviously, yeah. but I don't. You think know, there's been a lot of golf, a lot of golf gimmicks in wrestling, so it wouldn't surprise me. But uh, yeah, it's kind of it's just kind of funny how that. Yeah, it's funny if that's true. But yeah, he yeah. Gets, he gets to lock up with Mysterious Q. Uh, 
Uh, Q just had another great match with uh, Chandler Hopkins for the title last show. Um, you know, and that ended up in a roll up. So I think a lot of fans are, I think that match was really, really good. People were doing the streamers afterwards because it was so good. But I, I do think that, um, I do think, I feel like we're all missing. I think Q is missing his potential in Pele Pro. Um, all his losses have been, you know, uh, he lost to Shane Taylor and after their little feud and then to Chandler. So I, I, I don't think we've seen the best of Mysterious Q and Pele Pro, but I think I think Dale Springs is going to bring it out of him. So that's that's going to be – I'm really excited for that match. Yeah, Mysterious Q, you know, the gimmick is so, you know, uh, so unique. You know, it, he kind of reminds me of a Mortal Kombat character right, yeah. with that mask yeah. and everything. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's good stuff. Oh, now, now – okay, so now we get to Fuego del Sol and the Magnificent Malico in a steel cage. What a story that has been. Yeah, Malico, I think, man, man, did he shock us that one particular night? Yeah, I, I mean, it's you know we've had three real long feuds going all year long: uh, Chandler and Cam, Khan and uh, Izzy, and then Fuego and uh, Fuego and Malico. And th- I mean, there's no other better way to end it than a steel cage. So um, the only thing I'll say is. I hope we can still get the steel cage inside the building. Um, that's my only concern. But um, yeah, those guys are gonna. I mean, they're gonna kill each other, man. It's been, it's been quite the year for Malico, who, um, you know, a lot of people don't know. Who for this guy's been wrestling for eight years, and he's been wrestling on a prosthetic leg, and Malico or Fuego didn't even know, and was, I guess, feels a little embarrassed. Maybe I don't know, but uh, they've they've been having quite the feud, and it's it's uh, Malico's been mocking Fuego, even though he, you know, they have a match back in May. Malico wins, and he can't let it go. So the next show, he's mocking Fuego. You know, he's he there was a fake Fuego, and uh, Malico got a pin on him, and then Malico attacks a vlog vlog crew friend of Fuego. Marco stunt, uh, unprofounded, you know, un- unprovoked. And so, yeah, the, you know, that's, that, that's your main event. And that's going to be, that'll be the feud to end the feuds, man. That will be, Absolutely. it's, it'll be our first steel cage match. Uh, um, real excited to see what happens in that one. I mean, Fuego del Sol working that match with, um, the former DFW all pro wrestling champion, uh, Eddie, is it Eddie Martinez or something like that? One. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, 25, 25 minute barn burning opening match. Like one thing you'll you'll always notice about Pele Pro, we either have the, the two best matches are always going to be the first match and the last match. And you know the two people that have always embodied that is if you look at like who usually starts the show, either Fuego or Chandler. So mm-hmm. this is a little little side treat for y'all. See, you know, and I've spoken to Malik. I mean, his, his character, again, something unique. I mean, this is another right reason why we strongly encourage wrestling fans, you know, check out the indies because you'll see oh, yeah. something that, like that. And, you know, see, a, a fan there, you know, was asked me the best way to describe Malico's character. I, I kind of always say kind of like a Bray Wyatt from like another dimension, like a Bray Wyatt that, like, like basically an alternate version of Bray Wyatt that the WWE could, creative could never have come up with. Well, and the other thing with with um, with Malico, you got to understand too, is he had been doing this whole thing way before um, 
way, 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 way before um, um, Bray Wyatt had. And that's not a shot at either of them. It's not to say that Bray Wyatt ripped it off or whatever. It's just to say that, um, you know, to compare it is not quite – like, I get why. I'm not, I'm not dogging you for it, but people that have never seen Malico have to understand, like, this is one of the best guys on the mic. This is one of the best promo guys. This is one of just the best guys in wrestling, and just nobody has heard of him. He doesn't – he is extremely talented, and his lack of exposure has to do more with wrestling being – pardon my French, but up its own ass. It has more to do with that than this guy not being talented or good because this guy is uber-talented. Dude, no doubt. I mean, I spoke to him. I mean, you know, he was really grateful, you know, appreciated, you know, like everything I had said. And, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, I guess he, he kind of liked how I described it, you know, from another dimension or something like that. I'm like, yeah. well, you know, these kinds of things. So so he kind of knew, uh, I guess he kind of saw the journalism descriptive, like some of us journalists, you know, especially in wrestling, the way we describe these gimmicks. So, right. I mean, uh, yeah. So, so not, really not great. I'm not dogging you for describing it that way or nothing. No, 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 not, not at all. I mean, because now, now that you put it that way, I'm kind of like, yeah, you know, may, may, maybe, yeah, maybe giving it that comparison is maybe not the right way to go. But, you know, but, you know, nothing, nothing but respect for Malik. I mean, Copa, you know, dude, so talented, you know, the, the promos, you know, the, in the ring and everything, the character, everything is positive about the magnificent Malico. And I can't wait for the steel cage. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be really good, man. It's, um, It'll be exciting. Just out of curiosity, how um, how big of a reaction did you have when you when the leg happened? Did you did you notice it right away? Well, as soon as he pulled it off, uh, as soon as he pulled it off, I thought it was just some kind of you know trick, like maybe a heel trick, something like that. But then when I saw it, I was like, I was actually pretty mortified. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, one of my I favorite. Stunned. I was like, what the fuck did we just see? If you look at if you look at like the entrance entrance video or the intro video that Pele Pro has, um, it's one of my my two favorite like images I guess you could say from Pele Pro is one where Malico's hold it he picks the so he you know he's such a craftsman he pulls the leg and then he drops it immediately but then he went to re pick it back up right and he's like yeah. kind of like 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 that one of my favorite shots is uh, we, we have a guy that. Uh, does photos for the Mavericks. He's an incredible photographer, Nick White, and um, he got this excellent shot of Fuego just holding the, holding the leg, like confused, not sure what's going on. It's just a great shot. But then the next shot that's also almost as good is uh, Malico in in victory, holding up the uh, the leg. Two of my favorite images. So. Um, yeah, this our next Saturday, it, you know, it all comes to a head, and we'll we'll figure out um, who's who's actually the top dog. Absolutely, and I can't wait. Like I said, the opening match: Chandler Hopkins versus Mike Bennett, part two. You know, when Chandler yeah. said that, you know, in that in that promo and that the challenge, you know, he's done everything but beaten Mike Bennett. I mean, this is these these yeah. are what these storyline boil they boil down to. Wait till you see the uh, video package we have for. It. I'll release it early next week. You'll like it. It's really good. I'm sure I'll love it. No, no doubt about it. Well, definitely, man. I'm just more exciting than ever. So uh, before I let you go, because I know that you're in a hurry, uh, anything you want to say? No, just Alex. Thank you so much for everything you do, man. Really appreciate it. Love being on the podcast. Love anytime you have me on. 
you're really professional. You're really easy to talk to uh, both in person and uh, on the podcast. So um, sorry, I had to put it off last week. I appreciate you uh, still working with me to help me promote, man. So um, give it, uh, I, I guess it's not your fault. Yeah, I guess just beyond that, you know, just as Alex said earlier, just, you know, balls on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, you know, I'm probably going to expand our social media platforms to, you know, whatever else I can find. Maybe get a TikTok going or something. But, you know, it doesn't it doesn't cost you anything to follow and it definitely doesn't cost you anything to leave a comment. So um, if you guys can do that, it'd help us out a lot. All right. And just once again, ladies and gentlemen, November 5th, Pele Pro presents Justified at the Grace Preparatory Academy in Arlington, Texas. The bell is at 7 p.m. You do not want to be late. You do not want to miss it. Tickets are still available. The link to buy the tickets will be in the episode description, so please purchase your tickets. And remember, Ringside Chaos is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, as well as YouTube. Kyle, thank you very much once again. I can't wait to have you back on. I can't wait to have Pele Pro Talent on the show, and I just cannot wait for Pele Pro Justified, brother. Thank you, Alex, man. You have a great evening, all right? Thank you very much. You too, my friend. And I'll see everybody next time. See you, man.